This is the Public Speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. This week, how to get a wow, not a scowl from kids. Recently, I received a question from a listener. He told me he was a motivational speaker and that he was delivering his first speech to children aged 4 to 13. And he wanted to have some suggestions on how to grab their attention and make the speech more effective for this younger school age audience. And of course, I was delighted to get this question and I even incorporated my kids' answers. I asked them their opinion. But Before we get started, I remember one of my favorite scenes in the movie of Mrs. Doubtfire is when Robin Williams' character is pitching his ideas to the local TV station, and he advises when speaking to youngsters that you shouldn't play down to them, just play to them. I thought that was really great advice. Before we get started, I'd just like to say thanks to our sponsor, eVoice. eVoice is offering a free 30-day trial of their service. eVoice gives you a toll-free or a local number so that you can take your calls from anywhere, and it always sounds like, of course, that you're at the office. The other thing that's great about eVoice is that it transcribes all of your voicemail into email. eVoice is such an easy way to manage your phones through your email, so don't get stuck in the office. Give eVoice a try. You can go to quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers for your 30-day free trial. That's quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers for your 30-day free trial. We're back with 10 ways to dazzle the smaller set, and next week I'll cover 10 more tips. Tip number one, get us involved. Your goal is to engage your audience, but unlike adults, kids feel left out if they're not included. So involve as many kids as possible and as often as possible. And this might mean that you're going to cover much, much, much less material, but that's okay because the kids will love it and they'll still get information from the presentation. Tip number two, absolutely no slide presentations. We think formal presentations are stupid and boring. To keep it interesting, help us experience our ideas firsthand using props, skits, and other fun activities. More on that shortly. Tip three, make it messy, silly, crazy, funny, and unexpected. Look online for interesting ways to present your topic. For example, use simple science experiments to demonstrate your points. Don't just say them flat out. Put an egg in water and let it sink. Or put the egg in salty water and watch it float. So one great example came from my kid's guidance counselor, Mr. Harrington. He was explaining that the more you struggle or force a relationship, the more it's going to run into trouble. But if you work through conflict gently, you're more likely to have success. So he showed this principle by using a metal puzzle that had two items stuck together. And if you tried to untangle them with force, of course, it didn't come apart. But if you gently align them in a certain way, the two pieces easily came apart. Tip four, use food in your examples. In my daughter's class, the financial services specialist came in and used candy in his presentation. He displayed a bag of Hershey's Kisses as an example of a corporation. He then told the kids that people can buy a part of the company. What was great is that this demonstration really effectively explained an abstract idea. And best of all, from the kids' perspective, is that they got to eat the company. Oh, that's the candy, I mean. (laughs) Tip five, begin with an attention grabber. Start with a story, a demonstration, a magic trick, or even a question. 
For example, a woman came in for Parents' Day at my kid's school, and she worked in a nursing home. So she had the kids look through these really dirty glasses, and she put cotton in their ears. And she even had them use wheelchairs and walk with a cane. And another activity, she had the children wearing gloves and asked them to try to open up a packet of sugar. The kids had a blast, and yet at the same time, they were able to experience what it's like to be in a nursing home. It made the message very clear and very real, and it was so fun for them to feel and see it firsthand. Tip six, make it a game. You can ring buzzers or score points or even give small prizes for participation. Even a simple Q&A session can be made fun. Tip seven, create a play or act out a skit. Have the kids perform parts or simply be people from history. My kids saw a presentation of the history of our local cranberry bog, and important folks were named, and kids stood up with their names around their neck, and small props to indicate something about each of the people that were mentioned. And as the kids stayed in the front, the history sort of progressed and came out. And it was pretty comical and cute at the same time because some of the kids got married or they had a child together with their classmates. It was, it was really cute. Tip eight, simplify if necessary. Ask a teacher ahead of time to get a feel for what the kids would and would not understand. It's always important to know your audience, so use analogies that they can relate to in order to explain complex ideas. They really, really help. Tip nine, tell stories, lots of them. Again, you're going to want to include stories that are age appropriate to make sure that the kids can relate to them. And especially funny personal stories are always a good illustration and it helps keep the attention of all listeners, even young ones. And finally, tip 10, use examples from popular culture. Kids are really aware of the world and what's going on around them, far more than we often give them credit for. So go ahead and mention a popular singer or an actor, especially if it relates to your speech topic, because that, again, will keep them interested, and it gives you some street cred in convincing them that you're on their level. Speaking to children can be a very rewarding experience, and if you know how to relate to them, they'll pay attention and remember what you have to say. So next week, I'll share 10 more tips for speaking to children. This is Lisa B. Marshall and... Danielle Velasquez. And... Ariana Velasquez. Helping you maximize sales, manage perceptions, and enhance leadership through keynotes, workshops, books, and online courses. Passionate about communication, your success is my business. And you can check out the work of my kids at dnawordshop.com. That's dnawordshop.com. They're aspiring writers. So I'm also very excited this week because on my Smart Talk podcast, you'll get to hear from Dr. Lois Frankel, and she's celebrating the 10-year anniversary edition of her book, Nice Girls Still Don't Get the Corner Office. We had a really great discussion about that. And also, really, really cool, I had an interview with Mignon Fogarty, of course, known as Grammar Girl. I'm sure you have listened to some of her shows as well. That interview is coming up on Monday, and she gives some great advice. She talks about how to handle criticism, and she talks about her newest endeavor, Peeve Wars. I always say it wrong, Peeve Wars, and it's a card game that she's invented. You'll want to listen to that as well. As usual, I know you can spend your time anyway, so I appreciate you listening to the show. Thanks again to our sponsor, eVoice. eVoice has great features like Dial My Name directory and even transcribes your voicemail to text. You can get started with a free 30-day trial of eVoice. Go to quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers to learn more. That's quickanddirtytips.com forward slash offers to learn more. 
If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com. <laughs>